0: welcome to applaudable perspectives we are sitting here today with howard gentry and howard just treated me to lunch at the kingdom cafe and grill on jefferson street which is howard's old stomping grounds and if you all have never been here you need to check this place out Uh, howard gentry such a pleasure to have you howard and i know each other from the tennessee state museum foundation board that's how we first got to know one another so what have you been up to, sir? It's good to good you have you here. You're in the middle of an election, aren't you?
1: Yes, I am, and uh, it's great to be here. I'm currently the criminal court clerk, and it looks like uh, at a ripe age of almost 70, I'm going to uh, run again for re-election. And uh, You're I, just
0: a spring chicken.
1: Well, you know, I, I, I'd like to stay as springy as I can, <laughs> uh, but uh, the fact is that there's things within the criminal justice system that that I'm excited about seeing uh, changes made mm-hmm. and, and so I want to be a part of the solution and and also to be able to serve the public uh, as I have been over 20 years now. Over 20 in years. In elected office and I still feel good, still feel able and capable and so I'm doing it.
0: Well, circle, circle back a little bit. Uh, you, you said earlier, we were talking over lunch, you said that you really grew up on Jefferson and grew up horseback riding and TSU. And, mm-hmm. and just talk a little bit about that, a little bit about your pedigree. You have an amazing yep. story.
1: Well, I was born in Nashville in 1952 <laughs> at Meharry Hospital, right up mm-hmm. the street from where we sit. Mm-hmm. And my family lived on the campus of Tennessee State University. Mm-hmm. And so Tennessee State, at that time, was called Tennessee A&I. A- Mm-hmm. Tennessee Agricultural and Industrial
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: uh, College, and so it was. We called it a big farm. And uh-huh. had barns and horses and cows and.
0: So this goats. area was rural.
1: What? Well, no, this was neighborhood. But neighborhood. across the street, see, Tennessee State is uh-huh. right behind us, uh-huh. and uh, it, it's six hundred acres over there. Wow! Right on the river. Now, was so, gsu
0: always co-ed or did it start
1: off oh no it was always co-ed. always
0: co-ed okay
1: and and so i grew up on the campus so it was like growing up on a farm
0: yeah
1: and uh you know ponds and you had the river and and you know animals and what have you so my dad lived on a farm and my mother was born on a farm so you said you
0: she's uh, taught horseback riding your mom? she did yeah. she was
1: actually a dance instructor but She taught horseback riding as one of the courses. At TSU, back in those days, a freshman either had to take equestrian or swimming as a requirement. Mm -hmm. And so my mom taught horseback riding and my dad taught swimming. And so I learned both of those at a very, very, very young age.
0: So you were always embracing athletics and you must have known Mr. Ed Temple. Ed Temple, I
1: I knew him all my life. Coach uh, Wilma Rudolph. He did. He yeah. did. And Among my dad others. was football coach at Tennessee wow. State, head coach, and then athletics director. And so I've been in that area, that arena, uh, my entire life.
0: So you also were involved in administration at TSU as I well.
1: Was. I was. I went to TSU as director of development, and I became associate vice president for administration. Then I became athletics director. Athletics. Reported to me so almost 17 years after my dad retired. I became athletics director. We were only father-son uh, Athletics directors at the same institution in the NCAA and I don't know if that's ever changed. Wow, but um, uh, But he served almost 20 years as mm-hmm. athletics director. I I did around four years. I had uh, some other things that he told me that uh, that I should do that I didn't understand but right before he passed Uh, He told me one thing that he was proud of me, and I was happy of that. But he also told me that I didn't have to walk in his shoes that I had.
0: Did he encourage you to be a public servant, Howard, to go into government?
1: Well, my parents both were uh, public Mm servants. They both were uh, believed in service. Mm -hmm. So we started that at a young age. But I think the person that had the most influence over me in going into, say, a government is my mother. But I remember mother, meeting your yeah, mom. Mm-hmm. My mother was involved in politics, mm-hmm. and, and um, matter of fact, um, she and Inez Crutchfield uh, integrated the Democratic Women's Club back in the 60s. There you and, go. And uh, um, so I was I was just involved mm-hmm. all my life as a child, going to the picnics and to the meetings, and because they used to meet in the library so oh, that I go there and have to do my homework. Uh-huh. And uh, so i just involved, I'm involved in campaigns, uh, you know, and even, even uh, in those times, I didn't believe that I would ever personally get involved mm-hmm. in politics myself, other than holding a sign or helping somebody in a campaign, but I never dreamed that I would be actually uh, running for office one day, mm-hmm. that was, that was something that hit me and and was really new to me, but it, it it hit me after my dad passed.
0: what What have you learned? Uh, what are some of the standout lessons that that you've acquired over the years being in politics, being in government service? Obviously, you must enjoy it. you're good at it. you keep you keep running and you keep
1: well and 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 the thing is that uh, unfortunately, you have to be good at it. Uh, I take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. I take politics very seriously. I take campaigning seriously. I take my work I do in public service very seriously. Um, um, It's not a joke with me. It's not a game. It's not to gain your next step. I wanted to be councilman in in this district, but one of my buddies uh, were going to run, and I didn't want to run against him. So I ended up running for councilman at large because I didn't have another office that I qualified to run for because I lived in this district, Mm -hmm. 21st district. And uh, no African-American had ever won Mm countywide, but I ran anyway and and we won. And I never dreamed of being vice mayor, Mm -hmm. but I was president pro tem of the council and the vice mayor resigned and I became Vice Mayor Pro Tem, mm-hmm. so I ran and I won. Mm-hmm. And 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 so none of the positions that, I, I, I mean, when I did decide to run for the council, it was to be able to serve as a council person. Mm-hmm. I never dreamed of being Vice Mayor, I never dreamed of being Mayor, even though I almost got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I definitely never dreamed of being a criminal court clerk, but I've been there for 11 years. Wow. And so um, politics just happened in my life, and I embraced it, and I, I had to learn... Uh, the dynamics of it because I always want to be successful at everything I do and I want to be I want to be the best at what I do.
0: And you're a role model for so many people and And for your four daughters. And to be
1: honest being the first is uh, a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure and every office I've held I've been the first African-American. I'm proud to say we have 17 Mm -hmm. African-Americans elected countywide now and I didn't do it for that reason but you know what Uh, why not? And, and the majority of them are women so you can clap again there you go and uh, but the fact is that that um, uh, I I've, I've grown to maybe not love it because of all the stuff that's going on right now oh, yeah. but I understand it I get it and I see the importance of it and what I did learn is honesty and integrity
0: what are some of your goals going forward if you are reelected and you probably will be for your position? When you, started well, the position the, when you started the interview, you talked about you have certain things you want to accomplish oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the court system. What, do, oh, what yeah. are some of the things that we, you want to work on? We're already
1: moving in that direction, but my goal is to create um, a culture of service in the criminal justice system and not just uh, serving. Mm-hmm. But service and serving is one thing. Uh, you know, uh, when you come to a the restaurant, they serve you the meal. Uh, that's serving, but service is how they serve the you. Right, uh, exactly. The um, attitude. Yeah, the attitude, make sure that, that you're getting the right thing, you're getting the right amount, that it's clean, that it's warm, that it's cooked right, you know. It's the it's everything else that's around it. In my life, my mother taught me everything matters. Mm-hmm. Everybody matters, and I live that way. And in, in, in service, I believe that matters. So in the criminal justice system for too long, the system has has run on the backs of poor people, That's right. and people of color, but more so poor people. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that uh, there is inequitable, but but there are too many people of color that are poor. And the fact is that the majority of the people that come through the criminal justice system are um, indigent; they are not able to uh, to pay. Uh, their fines and fees, Mm -hmm. Uh, 70 to 80% of the people that come through the criminal justice system are not uh, committing serious crimes, it's driver license related, Mm -hmm. failure to appear, misdemeanor drug charges like a joint Joint, or or a half of a roach, um, drinking, you know, things that uh, don't make them just terrible people. That's right. But what happens is if the, the fees start as soon as they're arrested, and they just keep piling and And so the person gets caught up in the criminal justice system and they start breaking the law because they don't know how to get out of it so uh, you can break the law just by not knowing that you're supposed to come to court the next day but mm-hmm. if a person's poor or homeless they're not going to get the letter, they're not going to get the notice. So. It's ignorance that, 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 that keeps them, or the fact that they have to move from one house to the other, mm-hmm. to the other, to the other, and, and the communications don't follow them, or they might not have the education mm-hmm. to even understand what they're doing, and they don't have the resources to get the right uh, legal assistance. So it, it, it's, uh, it's a cycle that we have to stop. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we have an opportunity in our office to be able to help people get their records expunged. Those people who have created these minor offenses, they don't understand that when they leave the courtroom and leave the courts, that stays on their record for life. And if they don't come back and ask to have it removed, which they could, the majority of them, it stays there. But when it stays there, it, it keeps you from getting employed, it keeps you from getting housing, it keeps get you stuck. from getting in school, you just get stuck and you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we've developed a system where we're able to help people work their way out of that, catch them early. Uh, Yes, sometimes you're going to owe money, but there are ways that you can pay that money, and you don't have to just ignore it. And if you can't pay it, uh, those fees can be weighed. If, can they you know,
0: do community service to work off some of the debt? Is that another we option? We don't have that
1: system in place mm. in uh, in Nashville, mm. and that that also can be a flawed system. It has to be done right,
0: administered properly.
1: It, it has to be administered, and and so you got to find a body that wants to administer, it because it, it takes a lot of people and it costs. And so, but we don't have that right now, but. The fact is that we have developed a system that uh, a lot, that gives people a better opportunity to have their records expunged, to get their driver's license reinstated, to get their voting rights back, and also just to move through the system and out of the system mm-hmm. totally to be able to, uh, to live a life of dignity and be a contributing uh, citizen in the community. And uh, We have started moving in that direction. And I want to continue to do mm-hmm. that. And this is not a political speech.
0: No, it's
1: just a reality. Because at, at this point in my political career, I also want to fish, go visit my grandkids, and and wake up late in the morning. And uh, but this right now is 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 more important to me mm-hmm. than not visiting the kids but having the freedom to do it at will
0: mm-hmm. uh, have a better balance
1: yes 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 and so um we'll we'll keep pushing along as long as i'm healthy enough and have the energy and and feel like <clears throat> i'm being effective. Mm-hmm. and uh don't plan for that to be the rest of my life but right now yes. so
0: howard are you do you look as you, as you're Going through and working through government, do you look to other communities, other uh, cities across the country as possible templates to model? Yes. What, what other cities uh, would you say mirror Nashville, where you've gotten some ideas of, of programs that work? When I was in government, I always looked at what template can we
1: follow? Mm-hmm. Well there are not a lot of cities, well there are a few cities that mirror us, but the templates, they don't have to necessarily mirror you as a city to have a template that will help you or work for you in your city. Because every city is different mm-hmm. and every jurisdiction is different. So the laws and the and the um, 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 statutes and all are are actually created within the state and the municipalities. So they're not all the same. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's the same is the constitution and mm-hmm. those are usually federal, uh, federally uh, mm-hmm driven uh um um, crimes and what have you but the fact is that i travel all i've traveled all over the place i've been on the national board for court administrators um i i go to conferences uh cities where i've gotten a lot of good stuff from uh new york is one atlanta is another one um uh, detroit Mm -hmm. um st louis uh, there are bits and pieces that I take. Uh, Texas, believe it or not, mm-hmm. is coming around. And they are bits and pieces that I have taken to create a model that we have, and we're becoming a model for other cities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we went from 11,000 expungements a year, we're averaging about 36,000 a year now. Can you imagine? How many people are getting their lives back? Almost and, triple. That's yeah, a, more than uh, triple. Yeah, and 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 uh, the state of Tennessee is one of the hardest places in the world to get your voting rights back. But we created a um, um, an, a process now where a person can just walk in our office and not have to go anywhere else. They only have to go to the election commission, mm-hmm. and we can work them through the process and and so in the last 2 years we have reinstated almost 2000 uh people's voting rights which is huge
0: that's incredible
1: and uh so it's those kind of things but i've gotten these things from different cities different different governments and and we just and then we've also Improved our technology Mm -hmm. and that's the main thing that we have done because the the more information you can get out to people the easier it is for them to communicate with the uh, criminal court uh, criminal court system the easier it is for them to uh, to comply with whatever uh, uh, Is is required of them Mm -hmm. and so uh, yeah, we, we do a lot of looking and I, I don't try to create anything myself mm-hmm. because um that somebody's doing good stuff everywhere mm-hmm.
0: yeah. we can stop do you need to do you to stop oh he just has his next appointment
1: okay it's two o'clock you gotta
0: drop me out. okay let's wrap let's wrap up real quick but it's and, two um,
1: o'clock right
0: it's, it starts okay. at two, yeah it's, i don't want to hold up we, this is all edited so oh, okay. don't worry about it right, um
1: you want so just, with us?
0: well, just just real real quickly, we're we're um, maybe talk a little bit about Jefferson Street just briefly and uh, some of the highlights of, of people if people don't know this and don't know how to haven't explored this area, what are some of the places places to eat things to see to to try to get people to come over here and, and really get immersed in the culture? because I mean, I think there are people who literally have lived their whole lives and never come over here. Never been to the Van Echten Gallery, never seen any of this. So well, maybe talk a little bit. We're, we're sitting, uh, uh, just to reiterate, we're sitting here at the Kingdom Cafe and Grill right on Jefferson Street. It's a landmark. Please. And this place is owned by a church, and it helps people that were incarcerated um, get a fresh start, it's right. my understanding. And it's a wonderful food and open mm-hmm. uh, all the time. And uh, Miss Gwen will give you a great platter of food. and... Makes you feel good when you walk in here. I feel good anyway.
1: Pastor Howard Jones Mm -hmm. is uh, is the pastor of Fairfield uh, Church, and um, Fairfield Church is the church that uh, owns it. Mm -hmm. And and they just do an amazing work, not just feeding the community, but yes, as you said, providing jobs, but also providing opportunities for people to have healthy food in the Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. Jefferson Street is an amazing street. Uh, when I was growing up, everything you wanted was on Jefferson mm-hmm, Street, mm-hmm. and and uh, I mean everything medical wise, what have you. Tennessee State is at the at one end of it, Tennessee State University. Then you travel um, up the street, you have um, um, you've got Citizens Bank, you've got the uh, you've got a museum of uh, music that's that's really germane to Jefferson mm-hmm. Street. Uh, you've got- uh, People
0: do not realize Jimi Hendrix played Jimi here and Hendrix lived here. Jimi played,
1: mm-hmm. Hendrix played here in Nashville and, and most of your uh, top uh, African American uh, mm-hmm. artists from years ago. Bessie Smith. Bessie Smith, mm-hmm. and you just say you saw Chubby Checker, mm-hmm. he performed mm-hmm. uh, here on the street. But you've got uh, Meharry Medical College and, and uh, General Hospital. Um, um, that is um, right up the street, and across the street from it, you have the historic Fisk University. And, beautiful
0: campus. And,
1: and a beautiful art gallery in Manbeckton. And, and you just keep on uh, down the street, uh, Mary's Barbecue. And, uh, you know, I'm naming a few uh, woodcuts where you get your pictures framed. I'm naming a few, but it used to be that I can name you every building, drugstore, movie theater, restaurant, clothing store, shoe shop, doctor's office, dentist's office, all the way up the street. It's no longer here, thanks to uh, I-440 mm-hmm. and I-40. Uh, they cut gentrification. through our community and gentrification, but uh, Jefferson Street is still surviving and it's growing and it is, uh, it's coming back.
0: And you have some art murals and yes. some historic markers. There's a marker right outside here.
1: Yeah, we've got an art mural uh, across the street. You can't see it from this point, but I'm actually on it. You can't tell it's me because <laughs> all of the people are likeness.
0: Oh. And so
1: uh-huh. you got Thelma Harper. You wouldn't know it was Thelma unless you saw, saw the, the hat, hat on <laughs> <and> Wilma <laughs> Rudolph, yeah. you wouldn't see her and we're in likeness but but it, and, and and the artist did an amazing job because i actually went to the murals huge it's four thousand uh square feet wow and and is that uh, on jefferson which st- it's right right i'll show it to you okay across the street. okay great and and well it's
0: that way this way okay
1: and um and when i went i called i said i'm not up here I said, yes you are mr jimmy i said no i'm not and then they sent me uh, a pic- that picture with the arrow pointing to me. Well, yeah, I am up there, but it's not supposed to look like me. Yes. Now, if you do the little, uh, whatever they call that square, where you can click on it and gives you the history, sure, what sure. do uh, you call that? You click your phone like you do the menus in the restaurants, mm-hmm. whatever they call that thing. It tells a story, and of course, that's it, that's that's who it's supposed to be. i my honored to be up there. Absolutely. Um, but um, it's murals all up and down Jefferson Street. Art is so important uh, in this community, and uh, uh, there's a lot of art up and down the street. So, yeah. People, and where
0: else should, should people eat? Miss Mary's, and you got Kingdom. Where they, what's that other place you were telling me about? So we got to oh, go Oh Silver, Silver
1: Sands, Silver it's right Sands. is right off Jefferson Street near Germantown. Okay. Uh, it's right behind the Captain D's if you look oh, okay. down the street behind it. And you also have Sweat's Restaurant. Is which is on Clifton, but it's right in the neighborhood. You got Hadley Park. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, we got Mary's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Just all kind of restaurants on Jefferson Street. But uh, off the off the street are are nice restaurants too, mm-hmm. and, uh, and
0: is there any place to hear music now here?
1: Uh, there is. Uh, oh, oh, yes. The owners of Slim and Huskies just opened up a um, a nice venue. Uh-huh. It used to be the Garden Cafe. Uh-huh. Uh, it's next to um, what's the the chicken. Uh, I don't know why I want to say Bojangles. What's the other New Orleans chicken place? Uh, uh, Popeyes. Popeyes. It's right next to Popeyes, and <laughs> it's a wonderful venue oh. uh, um, to sit out on the porch, go oh, inside. Nice. But it's a nice music venue, and it's nice. uh, it's brand new. Oh, wonderful! And, we'll uh, have
0: to check so, that out. Yeah. So, party words. What was the best advice you've ever been given and what advice would you like to give to anybody listening today?
1: You know, I have to uh, do two pieces of advice and it actually came from my parents. Uh, My mother taught me, unfortunately not at a young enough age, but she started at a young age, uh, to help me understand that what people think of me is important Mm -hmm. and everybody and everything matters i used to say i don't care what anybody thinks of me as long as i'm doing the right thing and i think me but it does matter you have children you have other people you affect so many other people Mm -hmm. and and it does matter and my dad right before he passed um let me know or are actually Left me with something that that I lived by. He said, Son, he said, I'm not leaving you any money. I'm going to leave that for your mother. And if she wants to share it with you, that's fine. He said, But what I am going to leave you is a good name. And I hope that I have taught you what integrity Mm is. And I've lived to be able to protect our name, my name, a family's name, and I have lived by integrity. Mm-hmm. And I think if people care, you know, you think of a name and it's just some letters, but he meant more than that. In other words, uh, if, if they respect the name, then they respect you. Mm-hmm. And you're showing, you're respecting them also. And integrity is 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 just my barometer. It keeps me balanced. It's mm-hmm. it's what I live by. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make me perfect. Doesn't make me better than anybody. It just it, go I, back I, to I, your
0: fundamentals.
1: I live by uh, my beliefs and and um, and trying to be the best person I can be.
0: Howard Gentry, good luck on the election. It's great Thanks. to see you, and I look forward to coming back here and going to Silver Sands or. Somewhere else, anywhere else, I'll take a history lesson, drive it around uh, when it's uh, when you've got some time and uh, we, right. we both can get together. We'll Thank you again. It. Love to do it. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.